Praise the Father, praise the Son, praise the Spirit, three in one. We praise Him for all He is. You may be seated. It's great to be here this morning. It's folks, it's good to be with you again. This is cool. It's the second service that we've been able to do in person and we celebrate that. I love it. And for you joining us online this morning, this is so cool because it's like, for me, this is an answer to prayer. It's a dream come true to be able to do both in person and online at the same time. And it's like, it's just so much fun. And we're just so glad you've all joined us here today that we can celebrate together. And it's great to have the kids in the service as well. It's good to have family gathering together. We appreciate that. We, you know, we value people of all ages from infant to seniors and everything in between. And so it's a bit of a family service and it's, 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 we value people no matter how old they are. And so we celebrate that across the life of the church. So if we hear sounds of life in the room, we celebrate that. We celebrate the sounds of life. It's better than dead quiet. I'll, I'll tell you. All right, it's all good. And if the occasional amen or preach it comes out that's fine too and uh, so we we love that in being together so there's a stencil on the wall at, at my home at, at debbie's my home in the in the living room it's and it's above our family pictures and we've got them all on the wall and it says canada's most want no 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 <laughs> it actually says be true to who you are and the family name you bear and sometimes I try to say that with a Scottish accent, but I won't say that. I won't do that to you today. But it's, it's a bit of a motto for our family. It's a bit of a, um, it just seems to signify or, or infer that there's things about us as a family that, that we value, that we cherish, that we, that we make important. They're important to us. And, and it's identified in who we are as a family. And so in a world and a time when family values and so many things tend to be eroded by our culture, you know, integrity, compassion, love for one another, you know, honesty, some different things. Sometimes it's good to be reminded that, you know, of who we are and what we stand for and what we value. And I have to confess, there's been times when um, our son and our daughter still live with us. They're adults now, but it's like there has been occasions as they go out the door to whatever they're going to do until wee hours of the morning, that sometimes I might mention, hey, be true to who you are and the family name you bear. Because it's a reminder of who we are as a family. Not to put too much pressure on them, but just a reminder of what we value. So we're diving into vision, mission, and values through this fall season in the life of the church. And, and we're excited about being able to do that. And we've looked at our our revised vision statement and explored that in a, a couple weeks ago. And I just want to repeat that as we, as we look at this vision, looking forward into to all that God has called us towards. And, and it's, it's this Faith City Church vision statement. We see Faith City Church as a large, growing church of different nations, cultures, ages, abilities, and walks of life, united in Christ, finding hope and purpose in the gospel. Faith City Church is where the felt needs of our community can be met and a welcoming place for our community to meet and encounter the love of God. We see our city and region and nation experiencing God's presence expressed through an inspired arts culture. And at the center of it all, we see people transformed by the love and power of God through discipleship. I love that. It's like, it's such a picture of, of, of the church 
but it's us, right? It's a picture of us as a church. And there's some things that we're already seeing displayed. There's some parts of that that, you know, we're witnessing even now and have been for some time. And then there's other parts of that that are something that we aspire to, that are out there in our future as we work towards it. And that's okay, too, because that's part of what vision is. It's, it's something that we're looking forward to. And last week, Pastor Paul talked about mission. Vision creates a picture of where we're going, and we love that picture. The, the, the view is good from here. I love that picture. But mission starts to help us to get to that. It's a map of how to get to where we're going. And, and, and Paul mentioned that, that vision without mission is really going nowhere. But we're going somewhere. We don't want to be people that are going nowhere. We, we, we put mission to our vision, and we believe that God will take us forward. And so the mission statement is this. Our mission is to holistically engage people with the gospel, equipping and empowering each other to live it out in our worlds. That's discipleship. That's who we are. That's what we do. It's, it's, there's action to it. There's movement. There's, there's a map that tells us how to get to where we're going. So vision is the destination. Mission is the map. But values help us to create the vehicle to accomplish our mission and to ultimately realize our vision. Values play that role. I want to stop for a moment and pray there before we dive into this. God, we thank you for your word. And I pray, God, that you would, you would give us revelation. God, that we would see what you see. God, that you would help us to align our hearts, our minds, our motives, our actions. Lord, you'd help us to align with you and what you see and what you're doing and what you desire to accomplish in and through the people of Faith City Church in our, in our city and beyond. God, that you would, you would help us to, to have our, our, an alignment with our values and that as we express them in the many different ways that you've called us to express them, Lord, that you'd be glorified in it. You'd be lifted up and you would accomplish what you set out to do, Lord, that your visions, your plans and purposes, Lord, your goals and calling on this church, on each individual's life and beyond would be come to fruition through the power of your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Mission, vision, values, so many good things. Okay, all you kids out there, all you kids, get your attention for a second. If you're like, I'll say 12 and under, I won't embarrass you if you're about that. But if, if you're 12 and under, could, kids, could you raise your hands? Could you raise them up so I can see them? Okay, we've got some there, we got some there. Yeah, cool. Hands raised in there. Okay, here's the pop quiz. What has, have you been asked to do like a million times a day with your hands, like whether it's by your parents, or maybe it's by your grandma, or maybe it's by your teacher. They keep telling you to do what to your hands? Wash them, right? Yeah, you're and, and you come in, you get the squirty hand sanitizer stuff, and it, and it doesn't seem to matter no matter where you go with a hand sanitizer. It all smells different, but it all smells weird, right? It's like, doesn't, it does different store, different scent, different whatever. So you're, you're supposed to wash your hands. Do you know why you're supposed to wash your hands? Did they explain that to you? Well, here's one way that, that I'll explain why you wash your hands. We wash our hands and we wear our masks, and thank you all for wearing your mask, because we want to keep other people around us safe. 
In this season that we live in, it's about keeping each other safe. So you wash your hands and, and you wear your mask because you care about those people around you. And, and even people you don't know, you might bump into in the lineup or in the store or whatever. But we do that so that, that we show that we value other people. And I'm going to be talking about a lot, of, a lot of values today and some different things about values. But we do things because of what we value. So if you've got your hand up, you can put it down now. Thanks. Thanks, guys. Why do we do what we do? Because we value other people. So let's look at values today. Let's really engage with that in the context of our church and church culture. Now, I, I want to focus on values. Culture is a whole other message series, and we could get into that too, but it's like I, I got to try and stay focused. I don't want to get you know, buried in language either. It's like what I'm thinking about here is, is as much spiritual as it is practical when it comes to values. You know, I, I'm not talking about like empty jargon or... or even, you know, corporate language or, or different things like this. This is about us understanding what our values are. But, but, but I will say and put a shout out that I believe in the life of the church, there are structures and there are systems and there should be. It's like there's, there, there's things that we have. If you think about the comparison of the body of Christ, right? We are Christ's body. I mean, think about your body. There is so much structure, and there are so many complicated and, and beautifully working together systems in our bodies that keep us going. Well, the church is the same way. It's a part of the process, and so that is there. And again, that's a whole other message. Focus, Glenn. Okay, focus on values this morning. We're not talking about those other topics. Every church values something. Every church has values. Now, it may not be intentional. It may not be written down. It may, be, may not be clearly articulated. But there's different values that every organization and every church and every person carries. You have values. I have values. Churches, it's like when you think of it, some churches really highly value tradition. Other, other churches highly value being relevant and, and cutting edge. Some, some churches value their buildings, some value social justice, some, some value doctrine, and some value experience. There's just, there's a variety of things that people value. And you can tell what they value by what they do and where they invest the resources and how they react and act in certain circumstances. When it comes to being a Christian, I believe that there are certain values that just kind of come with the territory. If you're a believer, if you're a Christ follower, if you've accepted Jesus and you're on that journey, there's just certain things that we place a high priority on and we value because of who we are. It's, for an example of that, prayer. If we're a believer, prayer is something that we place a high value on. It's like... Um, I'm not sure which of these great men of faith it was. It might have been Spurgeon. It might have been one. But they said prayer is kind of like breathing for being a person. Like prayer to being a Christian is like breathing to being a person. It's just one of those things that's such a high priority. God's, God's word, scripture, the authority of scripture is something that we just, we just value. If you're a believer, you place value on God's word and scripture. It, there's, there's things like the great commission and the great commandment. There are values for believers as Christ followers, are just kind of there. They're, they're important. It's like every church in our city, I would believe and I would hope that, that a priority for them would be to bring the gospel to, the, to their city and to the region and even beyond that. That's just part of the DNA of who we are. 
But I want us to think about this idea in the context of values. So in Colossians chapter 3, in the New Testament, I'm going to be reading from the NIV. Colossians chapter 3, starting at verse 1, just reading verse 1 and verse 2. And it's like with this idea of values in mind. And then it says, since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your minds on things above, not on earthly things. So it's this idea of set your hearts on things above, set your minds on things above. Values are really about what we put our hearts, place our hearts upon, where we focus our, our, our affections and where we, 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 those things that we attach that to. It's where our mind is focused. As Christians, we value the things above. We, we value kingdom things. We, we value eternal things of God. And that is reflected in what we do. So, so again, going back to it, like prayer for us as a church is something that's, that's non-negotiable. It's, it's like it doesn't get put to the back burner. It's, it's there. It, we highly value it. The authority of Scripture is the same way. It's like it, it's our anchor. It's, 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 it gives us direction. It's the truth that we live by. The great commandment that says love God and love people. Right? That's just foundational. We value that thing. And the, and the Great Commission, you know, the gospel to, the, to everyone is a non-negotiable value. And those are so important. And we will never neglect those things. But there are values beyond those things that are more specific to certain local churches. They're things that kind of make us unique. They're, they're, they're values that help to shape our expression of the mission. Right? So we've talked about you know, the vision and the mission. Well, values help us to shape how we walk that out, how we express it. They shape our engagement with our world, and they serve to achieve the vision. So that's our values. I want to give an example of that in the scripture where we see a place where values are talked about. We get to see what those values are as we read it. And then from there, it goes on to show how these values are lived out in the life of the church. And that's in Acts chapter 2, verses 42 through 47. And it's, this is very early on in the life of the church. This is Acts chapter 2. It's like, this is, this is just the beginning. And this is what it says there in Acts chapter 2, starting at verse 42. And it says this. They devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and to the fellowship and to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Everyone was filled with awe at the many wonders and signs performed by the apostles. All the believers were together and had everything in common. They sold property and possessions to give to anyone who had need. Every day they continued to meet together in the temple courts. They broke bread in their homes, and they ate together with glad and sincere hearts, praising God and enjoying the favor, favor of all the people. And the Lord added to the number daily those who were being saved. So we see here values and actions together. Verse 42, that first verse that I read it speaks to values. It says they devoted themselves to. In other words, they, they highly valued the apostles' teaching. They highly valued fellowship and the breaking of bread, and, and they valued prayer. So they valued, the, valued these things. But then in the next verses, we see the result of those values walked out. It says then in verse 45 and 46, how they shaped their lives. It says they shared their belongings. They met together for fellowship and for prayer and, and, and to learn about what the apostles were teaching so they could know and be informed and learn and grow 
and they prayed together. So we see the values described, what they, what they were devoted to, and it expresses them in action. It shaped the New Testament church. Their values shaped the expression. That's why values are so important. It's so key to recognize it, that our values will help to determine our actions and reactions in certain situations because they, they carry forward that way. They guide our spiritual formation as Christ followers. And it's a huge part of, of what makes us who we are. So values will help us determine our priorities, right? There'll be things that will make a higher priority and things is like, no, that's, we're not going to focus there. We're going to focus here. They help to define us. You know, it makes us who we are. Be true to who you are and the family name you bear. It makes us unique, both individually and corporately as Faith City Church. And there are so many variations, so many beautiful expressions of values in the life of the church. It creates this beautiful mosaic. If you look across our city, if you look across our district, if you look across different churches, the greater church is this incredible expression. It's unity in diversity, I believe. I believe there's, there's unity expressed even though there's so many differences. It's like we don't look like every other Pentecostal church in our district. They, they, different expressions, different emphasis in different places. And that's a good thing. It's not bad. It, it's beautiful. It's not like McDonald's, you know, in every place you go, you're going to get the same thing. It's, it's, there's a, there's a, an expression of individuality of it too. And it's like we're not the same as every other church in our city either. And we celebrate that as well. We actually celebrate that because if we were all exactly the same, there would be bits and pieces of ministry that would be missing or emphasis that would go, you know, unchecked because we would all be the same. And, and, and that would be, quite frankly, boring. But as it is, there's a variety of expressions because his kingdom is bigger than us. It's bigger than one particular person. It's bigger than one particular expression in the life of the church. His kingdom is so much better. Each church is shaped by their specific values. 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 to 7 is a way that this is expressed through Apollos, who was an evangelist in the early church, and Paul, uh, the apostle Paul, who was sent out. And these two guys, there was actually something that was showing up in the life of the church. It's like people were starting to argue with it. It's like, hey, well, I follow Paul and I follow Apollos. And they were making this big deal, or I follow Peter, a big deal about who they followed. And, and, and Paul saying, wasn't having any of that. He was saying, no, 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 wait, guys, you've, you've got the, the emphasis off here. We've got to pull this back. And in the process, he begins to explain to them that, that it's not about Paul and it's not about Apollos. They, they different roles, different functions, different things. So we read in 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verses 5 and 7. I'm going to read from the NIV, and it says this. Paul's saying, he's like, what after all is Apollos, and what is Paul? They're only servants through whom you came to believe. As the Lord has assigned to each his task, I planted the seed, Apollos watered it, but God has been making it grow. So neither the one who plants nor the one who waters it is anything, but only God who makes things grow. Paul's like, come on, focus. It's like, we're different here. One sows, another waters, but God gives the increase. 
I mean, Paul was different than Apollos. He had different focuses and different things that he was pulling out in his ministry, different values. And, and Apollos had something different. But the key was in what God was doing through them. They were who they were supposed to be and doing what they were supposed to do, and God was giving the increase through it. I mean, we read on in the book of Acts that, you know, Peter, for example, Peter focused on the, the people of, of Israel, the Jews. His focus was primarily them. He went to Cornelius' house, but like his thing was primarily a Jewish ministry. Paul, on the other hand, he's called the apostle to the Gentiles. His focus was beyond Jerusalem, and it was out into like the many other nations that surrounded them. He was the apostle to the Gentiles. But they were both key to what God was doing. The church in Corinth was all about the spiritual gifts, and you can read in, in two of the letters that were written to them by Paul, First and Second Corinthians, it's like they were charismatic, like highly charismatic, and there were some things that were going on with that, like the gifts of the Spirit and the fruit of the Spirit and all this stuff, like everything was going on there, and, and Paul addressed that. And then if you, but if you look at the book of Romans, Romans was more about, you know, theology and soteriology and some of these different things. It was from a, more of a thought-based process, which was typical of the Roman church. So they were different because of what they valued. And it kind of comes back, like I said, to be true to who you are, right? We are Faith City Church. Faith is our foundation. City is our mission. And church is who we're called to be. And that is expressed. That's who we are. And we're true to that as we walk out the many values that we aspire to, that we believe God has given us. We recognize them. So values speak to how we express our mission and vision. They reflect the passion of those who make up Faith City Church because that's another thing about the uniqueness of different churches. It comes out of the life of who they are. Just as the, the values in you, there's things that you value, there's things that are a priority in you that God has put there that are expressed as values. And, it, and I believe it comes out of the life of the church and we as a leadership team and Pastor Paul and I and the, and the board and the, the staff, like so many have been, been leaning into this to, to, to discern and capture the values, those things that make us unique as Faith City Church. And I believe these, I believe these are some of the things that come out of the heart of who we are. And I want to I talk about our values for just a moment. These are what we believe God has placed on us as some key values. And the, and the team's going to throw it up on the screen there for us. And so the first one is this. We value all people always. All people always. People matter. People matter to God. People matter to us. And we find ways to express that, they, the value of that. Like I said when we started, young, old, infant, senior, value people. Another value, we value that we are Christians first. That's so powerful. Paul's preached that message. To, uh, Christians first. Our identity, our identity is in Christ. And everything else flows out of that and flows out of that center of being Christ-centered. Everything comes out of Christ first. And in a world that we live in now, it's so important that we establish that across the life of the church in our cities and beyond, that we are Christians first. There's unity in that. Empowered leaders. We believe the gospel is about releasing people in God-given purpose. 
I mentioned in the first service, it's to celebrate Cheryl and how she has stepped up. She's grown up in the life of the church, and she's not quite there yet. Okay, so Cheryl, just pretend Cheryl's standing there. And in the life of the church, she's grown up in the church, and, she's, and right now she's, she is rocking, leading our youth ministry, like in, in, in part of that team, and it's huge. But it's an example of empowered leaders and releasing people into their God-given purpose, and it's beautiful to see it happen. Always learning. Always learning. I am always learning. Always learning. And I've got so much more to learn. But sound biblical teaching and ongoing growth, it's part of what we value. Each of us growing and developing into all of who God has called us to be. Creative everything. Creative everything. It's really about reflecting the creativity of God. And that could be in a sermon graphic. That could be expressing some things online, like our, our live stream and the creativity that goes in that. And it could be something as creative as trying to figure out how are we going to do this church thing in person during a COVID pandemic? It takes creativity, and God's creativity is expressed in that, and it's beautiful. Creative everything. Worship more. Worship more. Worshiping God. Worship God every way we can, every time we can, every opportunity we have. Exalting God over all things. Praise the Father. Praise the Son. Exalting God over our situations. Worship more. Experiencing God, not just knowing Him or not just knowing about Him. Folks, experiencing the presence and the power of God. There's no substitute for that. We value that here. If you come through the door and you, and you sit and you hear and you listen to a, a great message and then you walk out, it's like if, if you don't experience the presence and power of God, you've heard a TED talk. TED talks are great, but the power and presence of God transforms a life. We believe in experiencing God, not just knowing him. The empowered lives through the power of God. He leads, we follow. He leads, we follow. It's like Paul and I are not leading this church. We're trying, not just kidding. <laughs> the Holy Spirit, this is, this is Jesus is the head. This is his church. The Holy Spirit leads us. We're endeavoring to walk in step with him. He leads and we listen and we, we adjust and we move forward. But he, this is his church. The Holy Spirit leads us. And lastly, but not least, missional is the main thing. This is bigger than us. This is so much bigger than us, but missional, being missional is the main thing. It's, it's so we're, we're globally minded and regionally focused. We've got our hearts on the world, our eyes on the world and our hearts in our city. We're, we're focused here, but it's more than that. God, God so loved the world. And I believe as we, as we find a way to be regionally focused and, and, and missionally minded and globally minded, that we will see the gospel truly come to the heart of our city and the world. It's about mission. It's who we are. It's what we do. So all people, always, we are Christians first. Discipleship is not optional. Empowered leaders, always learning creative everything, 
worship more, experiencing God, not just knowing Him. He leads, we follow. Missional is the main thing. We believe that these values shape who we are as Faith City Church. That it beats with the heart of God, our hearts beat with the heart of God for this assembly, for this group of people, for this those who call Faith City Church. It admittedly broad in scope, but this is huge. This is huge. So over the next couple of months, actually, yes, over the next couple of months, we're going to be unpacking this in the context of vision, mission, values, and we're going to be unpacking each value and showing how they are carried out and reflected in accomplishing their mission. And we're going to continue to do that, and it's going to put handles on it. It's going to help us to, to as we continue to lean into what God has called us to as a church and as a people. Some parts of this are going to grab some hearts more than others. And that's, that's to be expected. There's, it's about values. Like That's why it's broad. There's some things that's going to capture your heart more than mine. But they all matter. We believe that Jesus continues to build his church. <laughs> in spite of COVID, in spite of, <laughs> yeah, in spite of the environment, in, in spite of, of economy, Jesus is building his church. And in context, that means us today. He's building us. Faith City Church, God is building us into something, something bigger than ourselves. And we're believing that as Jesus builds it, the gates of hell, the powers of hell, no thing formed against us will prosper because Jesus is building it and he's promised that what he builds will last. And that's what we're a part of here this morning. So I'm going to ask you to stand with me this morning. We're going to stand and I'm going to pray. And I'm going to pray as we, as we look into our future and as we believe for what God is saying. And then we're going to worship God and we're going to exalt him. We're going to worship. We're going to be creative. We're going to believe. But Lord, I just pray in this moment as we stand for those that have joined us through the live stream and, and online, Lord God, we just join our hearts together in this moment, Lord, believing that you transcend distance, you transcend time. God, you are with us in this moment. And so, Lord, we choose today, God, to ask you to help us to align our values with your values. God, we can come up with great ideas and plans, but God, if we deviate from what you've called us to do, God, we're going to be spinning our wheels. So God, we, did, we just ask, we just pray. God, we beg you, please help us to be true to who we are and the family name we bear as Faith City Church. Lord, we, we lift those who are struggling in this season. Lord, those that are, are facing challenges because of COVID and all the spin-offs of that, 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 that may be facing things of mental health and, and, and depression and different and the isolation. Maybe it's finances. Maybe they're seeking direction and just unable to kind of try to find their, their zone. Lord, I just pray for each one. Lord, I pray for those needs, Lord, and, and those prayer requests that, that, that are expressed online and those that, that are brought to our attention. Lord, we lift up each need. Lord, believing that you know them intimately and God, that you are the answer no matter what the problem. So God, we lift that and we speak in faith, God, that you are building your church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it in the name of Jesus. So God, have your way in our midst as we worship you, Lord. We exalt you in Jesus' name. 
Amen. Let's worship together.